Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and I am taking a quick break from Listener Request Month, and I'm bringing you a video game review, uh, as promised. Um, I am a gamer. I'm not a great gamer. Uh, I think I'm better than mediocre, let's just put it that way. I'm a pretty decent gamer. Uh, I don't dedicate a lot of... Well, I shouldn't say I don't dedicate a lot of time to gaming. I think I dedicate a fair amount of time to gaming, but nowhere near the level of like pro gamers and and guys that do like hardcore reviews and whatnot, you know, that do hours and hours and days and days of gameplay. That's not me. I'm, I guess, like your average gamer, you know, before work, after work, maybe on weekends. Um, and I like a variety of different games. Uh, already I've talked about NBA 2K20, but today I'm going to be talking about something different. Uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, an ARPG, an action role-playing game that recently came out last week, Greedfall. Here's the funny thing about this game. Uh, you know, around this time, you know, from September, uh, pretty much up until the holiday season, uh, you know, November, December, uh, this is when studios really release a lot of games. You know, they want to, of course, you know, the holiday rush, uh, you know, people buying games for their kids and family and friends and whatnot. This is when we start to see a lot of games come out. And of course, you know, if you, uh, you know, if you subscribe to any gaming magazines, uh, you know, you follow any gaming websites or, or, you know, YouTubers and whatnot, you really have a good idea of what's coming out, especially, you know, you know, if you shop at GameStop or something, I mean, they're always trying to hit you up, right? You know, pre-order, pre-order. Um, so you have a pretty good idea of like what hot games are coming out. And I think, you know, with Greedfall, greed fall sorry um i mean i knew nothing about this game i i discovered this game literally by dumb luck um you know i i opened up my youtube one day and you know of course they they always you know hey here's some stuff uh we kind of recommend for you and i forget i don't know if it was ign uh or or one of the other ones they had a review of greed fall and i was like I don't know. It was something about it. Like, I just saw it. I was like, I never even heard of this game. You know, and it was like a five-minute video. So I was like, let me let me watch. And I watched their, their brief review, their very positive review of it. And I was like, I have to get this game. No ifs, ands, or buts. I mean, this game looks hot. So the game, uh, so Greedfall was slated to come out September 10th, uh, like I said, uh, about roughly a week ago, uh, and it's it comes from a, a, a company called Spider, Spider Studios, which is, like, again, it's an unknown company. Uh, it's a French company, uh, which kind of explains, like, some of the... Um, the di- not so much the dialogue, but maybe the voice acting and the uh, aesthetic to the game, but, you know, more, than, more on that when we get into it. Um... So, you know, it, it, it's coming from Spider Studios, which, like, no, nobody ever heard of. Uh, so September 10th, September 11th rolls around, and I'm like, all right, let me stroll into my local GameStop, and I walk in there. Hey, guys, how you doing? Greedfall for the Xbox uh, Xbox One. Yeah, no problem. Oh, we're out. You're out. Game's been out for a day. It's, like, that hot? Like... I knew it was. I knew people were pegging this as like a sleeper hit, but I'm like, really? There was that much of a run on it? I come to find out that since this was really wasn't a very well known game coming from a literal unknown studio, GameStop's brilliant plan is we're going to send 
one copy to each store. One copy for the Xbox and one copy for the PS4 uh, to each GameStop. And then we'll see what happens. Well, what happens is, is people snatch it up right away because I started, the, the guy was very nice enough. He jumped on the computer and he's like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, there's a location about 30 miles from here that has a copy. And, and now knowing that there's only one copy per store, yeah, there could be one now. And by the time I drive down there, so I just, I, I didn't bother. Uh, I waited a few days um, and I went back. And I and, and I was I was I was gonna pre-order something. I think I was pre-ordering FIFA 20, and um, I was gonna pick up something else. I really don't remember. Maybe I was trading in games. And uh, I walk in, you know, hey, pre-order this, trade in that, blah blah blah. I know, shot in the dark, greedfall for the Xbox One. <laughs> click click click. Hey, yeah, I got a copy. Yeah, give me that copy. Um, like I said, this is an ARPG. It plays. Very similar to Witcher. So if you love the Witcher series, especially Witcher 3, pick this game up. Um, It's definitely, like I said, it's definitely in a fantasy setting, but it almost looks like the 17th century, like 17th century Europe. It really has that aesthetic to it uh, with with the the scenery and uh, the clothing, the weapons, the armor. It really has that feel throw in magic and throw in monsters and you have greedfall what's great about this game everything graphics are phenomenal one thing that kind of throws me off a bit is um clearly i i mean i don't think they did mocap for this uh so the programming on the characters uh when you're getting into dialogues and they you know they zoom in on the face yeah the the the, the mouth looks kind of weird <laughs> during the conversations uh even even on uh mpgs you know um it's it's uh yeah but you know what i i can look past that it, it's it's a very very it's a very very small thing um you know the detail of, of, of the cities and the landscape uh, is, is it's beautiful. Um, you know, you walk through some cities that kind of have like a slum area to it. Uh, as you're walking, it's like the dust is kicking up around your feet. Uh, as the wind blows, like you really see how it affects everything, you know, from torn drapery to your character's hair, uh, clothing, whatnot. Graphics are top notch. Let's talk gameplay. Like I said, this game kind of looks and presents like like uh, the Witcher series, and the combat. I think it's easy to understand. I don't want to say difficult to master, but you know, clearly, as you level up, and of course, the the enemies and monsters and bosses level up around you. Yeah, you know, combat will become difficult. Um, you know depending on the difficulty level you set it on they have everything from easy to extreme i think it's like easy normal hard extreme and they'll give you little blurbs about it you know easy of course is like look i really want to get into this story please make combat very easy for me and it does um so much so that your companions because you can have up to two companions um they do a bulk of the fighting for you enemies are pretty passive and pretty weak you know you can literally just stand by and let your companions do all the dirty work for you uh as you progress through and and really kind of follow the story because this is really a a a story driven game um i'm going to kind of give you a brief synopsis or a brief overview of the plot because again i have about a good 
14 hours of gameplay in, so, you know, I know the overall story. I don't know all the ins and outs, and of course, I really don't want to give spoilers away, because once you get going in this story, it is a fascinating story. And if you really love RPGs and story-driven RPGs, again, this is the game for you to get. Um, so basically, uh, you know, you live on, you live in this city. Your character is sort of like a neutral human. Uh, you could choose to be male. You could choose to be female. You come from a, a, a regal family, a royal family. And uh, you live in this uh, city called Serene, uh, which is on kind of like the edge of a giant continent. And what happens is, is, is off the coast is uh, this island paradise, which has been recently discovered. And in this game, uh, there are six factions. You are members of one of them. Uh, it's sort of like a trading guild. Uh, there's another one, which is a very religious-based guild. There's a nautical um, sort of a guild. Uh, there's more of a like sort of science innovation. Uh, they almost kind of look... Uh, this guild, uh, called the Bridge Guild, look almost sort of like the the sort of like twelfth, uh, thirteenth century like uh, Islamic Empire, where you know they were pushing science and development and innovation. Um, and there's the natives of the island, and I believe those are all the factions that you come in contact with. And that's really what it is: is you are being sent, you and your cousin. Your cousin is going to be the governor of Serene's sort of territory on this island all the other factions kind of have their little territories and colonies and that's the thing is and that's really what 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 drives this game is is you're going in there sort of as a, a liaison almost an ambassador uh you're going to help your cousin out uh and you're trying to establish relations between all the other sort of nations or guilds i should call them that are going to inhabit this island as well as the natives that are already inhabiting it um and that's really what you're looking to do. You know, are you going to totally dominate this island and, and, and colonize it and, and bend the people to your will? Are you going to work with them? Are you going to perhaps take their side and realize that, you know what, they all this colonization is not needed and we really need to get rid of it. You know, I mean, there's, there, there, there's so many possibilities into it. And, and again, I really just want to give a broad overview. On top of that, in the beginning of the game, you discover that there's a, a play called the Malachor, which is descended upon Serene and the continent that you live on. Uh, your own mother is afflicted with it. So, like, you're leaving, basically leaving your mother to die. And she realizes this. She's like, I'm far along in this illness. There's no hope for me. But word is, is that there is a cure on this island. And I, while I know that you will never get this cure for me, you will never be able to get it in time. It does my heart good knowing that you're going to to get that cure for your people. And that's really what this game is all about. It's a good part combat, it's a good part stealth, and it's a good part diplomacy and decision making. You know, some RPGs that you play, you make decisions, and does it affect the outcome of the story? Yeah, maybe to a point, maybe some minor details. The outcome of this game, I mean, I could see this game having a high replay replayability um not only because there are three sort of classes that you could choose from to play as and then you could create hybrid classes off of that uh you know depending on who you make alliances with in this game is going to greatly affect the outcome you know the way you craft your character and the choices that that character makes 
multiple playthroughs. Multiple, multiple, multiple playthroughs. So let's talk about your character. Like I said, when you start off, there are three classes that you could choose from. There's there's three basic classes. And as you develop the skill trees within these classes, you could create a hybrid sort of a class. Um, they're pretty typical. You have your warrior, which is, uh, you know, two-handed, I'm sorry, one-handed weapons uh, with a sidearm, which is a, a pistol, which looks like a, a classic flintlock type of a pistol. Um and that's really what it is. You know, you, you fight with a sword and a gun, basically. Uh, you have the technical class, which is sort of like elemental elemental based traps and your sidearm is either a firearm or like a small dagger or whatnot um you're a very tactical type of fighter uh you could lay out traps on the battlefield uh and you know you work well with like alchemy and science and development and and, and whatnot the last one is sort of like your magic class your mage class uh you have the ability to use magic rings you are able to use certain types of spells and your special skills are really really powerful Another good thing about the magic class, this mage class, is all the enemies, not only do they have a life bar, but they also have like an armor bar sort of on top of it, or they have like an armor symbol. Uh, the more armor symbols, the heavier or more layers of armor the, the boss, the monster, the, the enemies have. Uh, the other two classes, the warrior and the technical class, have to do, you know, they have to break that armor, you know, in certain ways with certain techniques. Magic ignores all that. You know, you have armor. My magic is punching right through that and doing damage to you. Um, you know, you, you also have, like, sets of skills, uh, science, intuition, intelligence, lockpicking, things like that that you can develop to help you all throughout the game. Um, some things like uh, intuition and willpower are great for the magic users. Um, agility and uh, I think there's a perception one is great for sort of, like, the warriors. And some more of, like, the science-based ones are great for, like, the technical. And, of course, as you create and you throw skill points into different skill trees, um, you know, in the, in the three classes and create these hybrid classes, you also have to consider that when you're, you know, looking at the characteristics of your character as well. Um, like I said, there's six factions in this game and you start off, um, you are pretty much on neutral terms with all of them. Um, if you do favors for them, you side with them, um, you know, either through conversation trees or doing side quests, you could either build a good relationship or you can destroy or create a, an acrimonious relationship with certain guilds. Uh, in the beginning, and you'll discover this, uh, you know, you start off, like I said, you start off pretty much in the port city of Serene. You're about to depart, uh, on a ship to this mysterious island, uh, where, you know, you and your cousin are, are going to look over the colony that your, your country has sort of established there. So that opening, that opening scene or that opening, uh, you know, chapter, we'll call it, is almost sort of like a training. Like they, they you learn that right away, you learn the, the, the combat basics, uh, you learn the conversation basics, um, you know, and how to, you know, you know, how to discover quests and do side quests and whatnot. And here's the thing like I said, you know, off the bat, you were on neutral terms with all the factions. So, 
And one of the little side quests you have to do, you have to investigate a warehouse that belongs to one of these factions. Now you're on neutral terms with them. So if you show up in your regular clothing, they're going to stop you. Hey, you know, this is for such and such guild only. Again, I really don't want to give away spoilers. Um, you know, you have some choices here. You can try to sneak in. That's really going to be hard because your character is at a very, very low level. Your sneak is really not going to be that good. Or you could discover a uniform of that faction. And that's the thing, is as you defeat enemies, uh, as you go to shops, as you find loot boxes and chests and whatnot, you'll discover clothing or armor. You have to pay attention because when you're looking at the description of it, uh, you know, and they have all the, you know, here's the armor rating and here's the dexterity rating. Uh, you know, here are certain buffs to it. You know, it increases your magical attacks. Uh, it gives you great defense against magical attacks or elemental-based attacks. And at the bottom of each sort of armor description, and this goes for the, the head, the cape, uh, the um, sort of like tunic, uh, chest piece, uh, and boots and gloves, um, you have to look because there will be a symbol for one of the guilds. So, you know, I need to get into the warehouse of such and such guild. Well, it just so happens that before I got to this this part of the game, uh, I found, you know, I was attacked by an enemy. Uh, I defeated them, and uh, while searching them, you know, they had this set of armor, which is for that particular guild. I can then don it, and I can now walk freely in there and not be discovered. That's what this type of game is like. It's really, really a lot of fun. Like I said, I only have about 14 hours of gameplay in. I know I have a lot more to go into it. And I can already tell you, I already know that I am definitely, once, I, once I'm once i done with this playthrough, I'm definitely going to go back, choose a different uh, class, and build sort of a different hybrid off of that. And there are some choices I'm definitely going to do differently. And I think that's what that's what's great about this game. Great graphics, a really fun and easy combat system, and it's really story-driven. I mean, when I first got this game and I loaded it up, it was kind of late at night, and I started it off, and there was a lot of talking. There was a lot of talking. And, of course, there's journal entries and codexes and whatnot, and you're reading up on characters, and I'm starting to read it, and I am half awake. I realized the next day, I hadn't really gotten that far. I had gotten about maybe about an hour into the game. I said, I got to delete this. And I, I got to delete this save file, and I got to start all over again. I mean, it was no problem. Like I said, I really hadn't gotten that far, because you have to really pay attention. And especially in, be, in the beginning, in that introductory chapter, like I said, you get to you get to visit uh, a couple of the guilds, um, sort of their ambassadors or liaisons, because basically, you're basically saying to them, yes, I'm about to depart to that island where... You know, we have our colony, and you guys have your colonies, and this and that, and and just you know, out of politeness, I would just like to say that we are departing for the island. Um, you have conversation trees there where you could learn about their particular guild, how their guild relates to your guild, and how their guild relates to other guilds. And it's really, really important because you really learn about why one guild looks down upon another guild and vice versa and it really starts to help you later on in the game when you have to make some of these decisions are you going to side with this guild that guild the natives whatever it may be um so it's 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 a story that you have to really pay attention to uh you know listen i love skyrim you know 
um, on a, a podcast that I used to run called Defender of the Realm. I talked extensively about my love of Skyrim. Skyrim has a great story. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, also, too, maybe because I played it through so many times. Do you have to really pay attention to the story? Not really. You know, do choices I make really affect the outcome? Little, little things. With Greedfall, I mean, this is almost like a choose-your-own-adventure. You know, choices you make, I know, are going to change the ending as, you know, if I if I kind of reverse those choices. Uh, you know, siding with certain guilds as opposed to other guilds is really going to affect the outcome of this game. And it, it's a lot of fun. I can't... I, I really... I can't say... I can't say really anything bad about it. I'll be honest. And another great thing is, is like I said, since it's really kind of coming from an unknown studio, it's not coming out to a lot of fanfare, you can pick it up on the cheap, uh, believe it or not. It's not the same price as most games that come out. It's actually about anywhere from 15 to $20 less than you would expect for a normal game that, is, that has come out. So check it out. Uh, you know, look online, look for some gameplay, look for some reviews. Uh, a lot of the reviews that I've seen online, for the most part, have been very, very positive for it. I mean, I, I definitely think Greedfall is going to be the sleeper hit of the year. Uh, I know there's some incredible games coming out. You know, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is coming out. I cannot wait for that. Um, you know, Star Wars, uh, you know, the uh, Fallen Jedi or the Fallen Jedi Order is coming out. I cannot wait for that. I think those are going to be great games, but I really believe that Greedfall is going to be the sleeper hit of 2019. If you love ARPGs, uh, if you love Witcher, pick this game up. I really think you'll love it. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, keep it tuned here to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. Listener Request Month is going to roll on. i got a couple weeks left. i got a lot of requests, a lot of great requests. Again, thank you to everybody that sent in a request. I totally appreciate it. Uh, let me know how I'm doing. Check me out on uh, Instagram, Stuff You Don't Need to Know Podcast. Uh, that's where I am. Uh, you know, hit me up with messages. You know, make recommendations for me. Let me know how I'm doing. If you're listening on iTunes, do me a favor. Rate and review me. Give me true and honest feedback. You know, it's the only way I'm going to get better, guys. And and any feedback you give me, you know, I see it as positive because it's, it's, it's just going to help me improve. This is Jay. I'll talk to you guys later.